0: This program is being sponsored by the partners and friends of Keith Butler Ministries. You'll be uplifted as you join us for a dynamic Bible teaching prepare yourself for a life-changing experience as Keith Butler brings a timely message from the scriptures a message that is sure to positively impact your life. Join us May 21st at the Pensacola Garden Center at 1850 North 9th Avenue, Pensacola Florida and May 28th at Spring Hill Suites Lakeland on 511 West Lime Street in Lakeland, Florida from 1030 a.m. till 12 p.m. Each session will leave you desiring more. These teaching sessions are free of cost. Join us and bring a friend. Today on
1: Live Your Faith. But the scripture teaches, sin is anytime you are not exactly where God wants you to be doing what he told you to do. Sin is when you don't come to him and find out daily what he wants you to do. So you operate in darkness. And because of that, we are sometimes in the wrong place at the wrong time on the situations where Satan tries to take advantage of us with kill, steal, and destroy. Hi, I'm Keith Butler. Welcome to Live Your Faith Broadcast. This broadcast is about your getting the Word of God in a way you can understand it and use it in your daily life. Romans 1.16 says the Word of God is the power of God to all deliverance. So let's go to the Word and let's walk in deliverance in Jesus' name. Satan had no tempter. Nobody came to him and made Satan come against God. Satan decided himself, I am beautiful. I will be like the most high God. I set myself above the north. Satan's the one who did that and he had no temptation. So there is no forgiveness for him. There is forgiveness for us because we are involved in a battle. Come on somebody. In fact, now go back to Revelations chapter 20. I'll prove this point to you just a little bit further. Amen. amen. In Revelation chapter 20 again, amen. Now I stopped reading over there around verse three. Praise God. Again the same time, no time to read all of it and I'm not teaching on Bible prophecy per se today. But praise God. Let's begin with verse seven. And when the thousand years or the millennium are ended, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison and he shall go out to deceive. There's that word again. See deceive means someone is putting forth a theory, a hypothesis, a system of of belief that is untrue. Jesus said in Matthew 24, the number one thing that would happen in the end of days is deception. So the first thing that Satan does when he gets loosed out of prison, he goes and he begins to deceive the ethnos. Now the word nations is the Greek word; New Testament translated from the Greek. It's the Greek word ethnos, refers to ethnicity. He's not talking about nation states. He's talking about everybody on the earth. Once again, he goes back to work to deceive all nations, which are in the four corners of the earth, to gather them together. To battle the number of whom that the sand of the sea, because the population of the earth will just be full. And they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints about, because the saints will rule the planet from the beloved and capital city. What is the capital city of the world? Jerusalem. Amen. Hebrew is the first language. And Israel is the capital city of the world. It is the center of the planet and it will be where Jesus will set up his headquarters. And that's where the headquarters of the saints will be. They will attack the camp of the saints, the beloved city and fire will come down from heaven. End the story. Then you read the rest of it. There's the great white throne judgment And all things that happen. The next chapter talks about the new earth and the new Jerusalem and all the things that happen in it. Now, so we can see here, praise God, then God is not the enemy. He has never been. He's been lied on by the enemy to make you think he's your problem he is your answer, not your problem. Now I want to tell you that God never loses. Adam and Eve succumbed to Satan's deception, but God will have a people with him forever who will walk in victory, conquering and overcoming Satan. Turn to Revelation since we're there, Revelation chapter 12. You can see what some of the characteristics of an overcomer is, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. In chapter 12 of Revelations, uh, let's take a look here at verse nine. Thank you, Jesus. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceives the whole world. He was cast down into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. I heard a loud voice saying, in heaven now has come salvation and strength the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him." How? By the blood of the lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives to the death. They overcame him because Jesus' blood was shed. They lined their mouth up then, praise God, with what God said, and the words of their testimony, hallelujah, and their attitude was, we will die before we change. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And now, and what caused these people to act in this manner? First John 5:4. Faith. This is the victory that overcomes even our faith. The Greek word for faith is pistis, our trust, our confidence, our belief, our reliance, and assurance on God Almighty. This is why faith is such a big deal. Now, you find the word faith used in 234 verses in the Bible. Hebrews 11 chapter verse six says, without faith, it is not possible to please God. It said, he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that seeks him. Praise God. Why faith? Because God wants you to succeed. Why does God want you to succeed? John 3:16. God so loved you. Amen. That he gave the one who shed the blood. God loves you and he wants you to win. Tell somebody that. In fact, you tell somebody else too on the other side, the same thing. God's in love with you. God loves you. He wants you to succeed. Praise God. And you know, the word love is mentioned in 286 verses in the Bible. Even more than faith. Now, God—if I can kind of use this term—God has stacked the playing field in your favor, and He did it through the sacrifice of Jesus. Yeah. Turn to First John chapter three. Praise God! We're not far from there, since we're in Revelations. First John chapter three. We'll read here at verse eight: He that committeth sin is of the devil. Now, the word—the Greek word here—you know—again, is Greek. Uh, the New Testament translated from that. That word is "poeto." That "poeto" means continue. When he says here that he that committed sin, he that continues sin. In other words, you know, a Christian may fall down. They may do something, but they get back up. In fact, the Bible says a good man fall up down seven times and gets back up. Still gets up. Hallelujah. But he's talking about an individual that continues in sin. He's decided that. I'm going to follow this lifestyle of sin and I'm going to stay here. See, so he that continues in sin is of the devil, goes on to say. For the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, this is the reason, the Son of God or Jesus appeared, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Now, the word destroy is luo. And the word, that word luo means to loosen. It doesn't mean to obliterate something so that it doesn't exist. It means to loosen the ergons, the word works, the deeds, the actions of the, of the devil. Amen. And so, you know, if I were uh, using a, a demonstrator and if, if I were uh, tightly held upon your wrist, and now grabbed me, and I held it on tight. Okay, so I got you in bondage so you can't move. To be loosened though, would mean that my hands are still here, but now, amen, you can have freedom to move. Yes. Amen. What you are surrounded with all around the world is the ergon, it's the works, the deeds, the actions of kill, steal and destroy the devil. And before you receive the blood of Jesus, you are held Tightly as a sleeve. But now, praise God, that blood came so it could be loosened. so that you can be free to operate go where to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even though you are surrounded with all kind of kills still and destroy, when it comes to you, because of the blood, you are free at last. Now, Satan has favorite tools he likes to use. Amen. Those tools have been defeated by Jesus. They've been loosened. Praise God. He loves to use sickness and disease. Praise God. But through Jesus, praise the Lord, what's been provided you is healing. Satan likes to use early death and danger. Through Jesus, you have available to you long life and protection. Amen. Satan likes to use lack of knowledge and ignorance, but because of Jesus, you have the wisdom of God available Amen. to you. Satan likes to use financial lack, but because of the blood of Jesus, you have available to you supernatural provision. Yes. Satan tries to get you over in the sin, praise God. But God knows it so because of it, he has provided something else for you called mercy. And much more. God gave you all those tools so that you might be an overcomer of Satan and his works in the earth. And all these tools are wrapped up in one thing called the grace of God. Now, the Greek word for grace is charis. Amen. Turn to Hebrews chapter 4. Thank you, Jesus. Hebrews chapter 4, one of my favorite verses is verse 16 in the Bible. Praise God for actually 14 through 16, but we're going to read 16 right now and come back to 14. It says, let us therefore come parousias, the word boldly means unashamedly. It comes like, like, I don't have to be ashamed at all. Just let me just walk on up there, right? Let us come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain elos, it's the word mercy. It's the word elos. And fine charis. Amen. And so again, I'm going to say this. Mercy and grace are not the same thing. People use them those terms interchangeably. They are not interchangeable. They're not even the same word. They're not the same. They are different Greek words. Mercy is what's available to you because you have missed the mark. What sin is, Is missing the mark. We tend to think of sin only in terms of, you know, murder and theft, and we tend to think of sin only in those terms. But the scripture teaches sin is anytime you are not exactly where God wants you to be doing what he told you to do. Sin is when you don't come to him and find out daily what he wants you to do. So you operate in darkness. And because of that we are sometimes in the wrong place at the wrong time on the situations where Satan tries to take advantage of us with kill, steal, and destroy. And mercy is shown to us. Because mercy always goes before what grace is, which I'll get in a minute. And mercy is then shown to us and then grace comes behind the mercy because mercy always comes before grace. God shows us mercy, we don't deserve it. We didn't listen, we've been hard headed. But then grace gets employed anyway to stop what Satan intended to wipe you out with. And so instead of saying, Well, it's the grace of God, because the grace of God that's it. well, actually, you want to be accurate, is the mercy of God. And grace was the tool that got employed. Are you listening to me? Yes. Grace is favor. Grace is the strength of God. 1 yes. Corinthians 12, amen. God said to Paul, he said, my grace is sufficient for my strength. He called the grace of God, the strength of God is made strong in your weakness. And Paul says, well, then most gladly will I, glory therefore in that strength, read the Greek, Uh, Amen. That when I am weak, then am I strong. So grace gives you the ability to succeed. Grace of God gives you the ability to win. Remember Hebrews chapter 10 verse 29 tells you one of the New Testament names of God. One of those names is the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit is named the Spirit of grace. Glory to God. Amen. He is a person. In fact, turn to St. John 14. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Y'all helping me preach a little bit here. Yeah. Let me teach a little bit. Glory oh, to yeah. God. I'm going somewhere. Now in St. John chapter 14, verse 16, Jesus tells us about that crazy, that person of the Holy Ghost. Amen. He says in verse 16, I will pray the Father, and he will give you another paracletos. That's the word translated comforter, praise God. He's referring to the Holy Ghost. We know that in verse 26 because it says, but the comforter which is the Holy Ghost. So, we know we're talking about the Holy Ghost and we've already read in Hebrews 10, 29, the Holy Ghost is the grace of God. So, he says, so I will send you another comforter. Now, the word comforter means there. I'll send you another comforter, another helper, another intercessor, another advocate, another strengthener, another standby, another teacher. See, all that is who that spirit of grace is unto you. Praise God. He's the paracletos. Uh, Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And the reason why he said, I'm going to send you another one, because when he was walking on the earth with his disciples, he was all that for them. He said, I'm your teacher. I'm your helper. I'm your strength. You don't need nothing else. He said, in Luke he said, when I sent you away two by two, he said, I told you don't even take any, don't, don't take any bread, don't take any water, don't take any, don't take nothing. He, he said, now when you went out, did you lack anything? He said, nope. Amen. nope. Amen. See, he was there. So, as long as he was there with, with them, he was there. paracletos. He was there, comforter. But now he says, I'm leaving. I'm going to go sit at the right hand of the throne of God. I got another role I got to play, which I'll show you in a minute, but I'm going to send you another one who's going to do the same thing for those disciples on the earth. And anybody in here is a disciple? Well, the Holy Ghost is our Paracletos and he's with us now. Now, why, why this is important as we go back to Hebrews chapter four, praise God. Why this is important again is that now we need to take a look at verse 16 again and we understand this. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, help, strength, praise God, etc., that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help us. Now, the Greek word boethia, praise God, is the word help. That word means aid and support when necessary. So he said, Come boldly to the throne of grace. I will have compassion, is the word mercy. I will have compassion on you, and you will find whatever aid or support you need whenever it's necessary. Now the context of Hebrews 4.16, the context of that deck stacked in our favor, just go back to verse 14. Verse 14 says, seeing then that we have a great high priest, remember what the high priest's job was in biblical times during Paul's time. The high priest, the chief priest of all the priests once a year on the day of atonement went into the temple, into the most holy place called the holies of holies on the day of atonement. Offered up the blood of bulls and goats to God Almighty to cover the sins of his own and of the people for another year. But Jesus is not called the, the, he's not called the high priest. He's called the great high priest because in the holies of holies where God is, his blood was put on a mercy seat. Praise God. God, the Father, received his blood, not to cover sins, but to wash away it, to take his sting, his sting away from us, so that death doesn't have power anymore. It says, oh, death, where is thy sting? Where is your victory? Jesus took it. But you know what happened when a believer died? Even in a car rash, the believer never even feels it all they know is that they saw something coming, the next thing you know, they'll be looking up in the heaven with all the glory. They'll never feel a thing. Death has no sting for us. We don't have to be afraid of death. Oh, hallelujah, somebody. Thank you, Jesus of that blood. Anyway, I don't get caught here. That's <laughs> so much time. We have a great high priest that's passed into the heavens, Jesus, the son of God. That's who he is. Let us hold fast our profession for we don't have a high priest which cannot be touched with feeling of our infirmity. The word infirmity means our weaknesses, our inabilities, our lack of strength. He has felt it. He understands what you and I go through. He knows what it means to be wrapped up in one of these carbon 14 units and to be tempted. He understands all of this stuff. Are you listening to me? Praise God. So guess what? He has mercy available for us. That's why we have verse 16 then. Come boldly unto the throne of grace so we can have compassion instead of instant judgment. When we miss the mark, whether, it's, whether it is big or small, and that's why 1 John 1, 9 is available. Amen. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9 is written to Christians. It said, if you will homologio, if you will acknowledge how many of you since you've been born again. Anybody here born again? Let yeah. me ask you a question. How many of you since you've been born again have sinned? Amen. You sinned when you didn't raise your hand. because you lied right then and there. <laughs> so I know you've been saved, the blood's been all that, praise God, and then you still master. But God says in 1 John 1:9, written to Christians, if you would acknowledge your sin, that's to him. You ain't got to tell everybody else in the world. But he said, if you acknowledge your sin, God is faithful. He can be counted on. He's just, he's qualified to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. You know, if you've been cleansed from all unrighteousness, what do you do? Drop the What are you? Righteousness again. Right standing with God. He'll treat you as though it's never been. He said in chapter two verse one, my little children, when you sin, he said, run to me when you sin. You have an advocate, a lawyer in front of the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He, that lawyer said, I'm the propitiation. I'm the victim that atoned for their sin. So forgive them again. Glory Thank to God. Now, all of the God given tools that I described are called salvation. Praise God. You need to be born again. Jesus said, you must be born again. Born anew, made a new creation in Christ Jesus. Something will happen unto you if you will hear, receive, and believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that he died for you and rose from the grave, out your sin. All you have to do is receive him now. Ask him to come in and he'll do it right where you are.
0: Live Your Faith was created to help Christians grow in their faith in God and to become rooted in the Word of God. Our partners and friends are making it possible for us to do so. To thank you, we would like to offer a gift. With a donation of any size, you will receive this pre-selected book of the month, Mercy Comes Before Grace. Please visit www.keithbutler.org and click the banner at the top to receive your gift you'll be uplifted as you join us for a dynamic Bible teaching. Prepare yourself for a life-changing experience as Keith Butler brings a timely message from the scriptures, a message that is sure to positively impact your life. Join us May 21st at the Pensacola Garden Center at 1850 North Ninth Avenue, Pensacola, Florida, and May 28th at Spring Hill Suites, Lakeland, on 511 West Lime Street in Lakeland, Florida from 10.30 a.m. till 12 p.m. Each session will leave you desiring more. These teaching sessions are free of cost. Join us and bring a friend. Mark your calendars for the Word of Faith Ministerial Leadership Conference, Wednesday, May 4th through Friday, May 6th at 3831 Terramore Point Parkway Southeast, Austell, Georgia with guest speakers, Bishop Keith Butler Pastor Philip Goudot, Dr. Avery Jackson III, and special musical guest Phil Driscoll. We're equipping leaders today for ministry tomorrow. Visit faithleaders.com slash conference for more information. You don't want to miss it.
1: We're taking the word of God to Eastern Europe and Western Europe, praise God, and other parts of the world. God wants everyone to hear the word. And that happens because people partner with us. You become people that support what we do. And if you want to see the gospel go beyond just your neighborhood and you want it to go to people around the world, then we encourage you to pray about becoming a partner at Keep Butler Ministries. We want to thank you for your prayer and your support. And remember to keep fighting the good fight of faith.